Check, 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 check. We ah. might as well just ah. uh, check. Ah. <clears throat> I have a loud voice. That doesn't even look like it's registering anything. Or is that how it always looks? That's how it mm-hmm. always, looks. always looks. I guess I'm used to the music stuff where like the bass drum would like. You're gonna cut all this, right? Huh? No. No. He never does. I never do. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Table to Basement. My name is Josh. My name's Jared. And if you do not recognize that sweet, sweet voice, we have Mike back with us. Hello, Mike. Hey, hey, hey. Where have you been up to? Long time no see. Or here, I guess, for our viewers. Where have you been? You make it through COVID? Yeah, we got pretty bored. Yeah, Did pretty you bored. get it? Uh, um, yes. Uh, I think I got whatever the strong variant was. So uh, I was like pretty late in the game. Delta. Delta. Or Omicron, I think. Megatron. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty late in the game. Okay. Yeah. I, I have yet like to you... get... I don't think I've... I would be shocked if yet. you haven't. Oh, at this point. so maybe I have As somebody that didn't like, realize it. You work in like an area where a lot of people come in. I would be shocked. <laughs> as someone who spits in many As somebody who now. is by people who actively spit. Yeah. I feel like you probably had it. Jared, you have a bunch of loud-talking college girls that come do you, into your Do you think I've probably been, like, patient zero the whole time? You could have been. You get, like, a lot of, like, middle-aged ladies that, like, get up real close and personal when they feel the need to speak to you. They do. And I feel, I say feel the need because in real life, no one needs to talk to me. If no. you need to get, like, let alone get up close to me, like, what you are you doing? Laying what are you doing? in the woods all sick and your dad came back and was like, boy, you just have cabin fever. And then <laughs> you just took that as, like, <laughs> right, I guess. Well, I don't know. Like, I had really bad allergies a few times here and there, so I assume it was just allergies. <laughs> that, there's a problem with that thought process. Well, that how? We experience. My allergies get really bad this time we've of year. Avoided this to- we've avoided talking about the infectious part of COVID a lot, but Jared, yes, an issue that happened during the pandemic was a lot of people were getting sick and then not paying attention to like quarantine protocols because they just assumed it was something different. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I am saying that's what happened. <laughs> I had allergies, but it was in like the middle of winter and there was no pollen. It was really weird. Yeah, no, but I mean, <laughs> if you don't get tested, you don't get COVID. Um, yeah. There is the sect of people that that is their belief structure, and I don't look down nor look at those people at all, so. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was just allergies. <laughs> I, I'm fairly sure. I love you, Jared, and I accept it. Oh, well, I'm assuming, because I didn't lose any, like, taste or smell or anything like Not that. Not everybody does. Well. So I will say, I did lose smell, I think. I forget. I, have, I lost either smell or taste when I had it. And I did freak out a little bit because I'm like, what if I never get it back? What if it's gone forever? But you got it back pretty quick. Yeah, I got it back. Oh, no, well, that's good. But there are some people out there that still can't smell There's some things. people that, yeah, it's like messed up. And if you can't smell or taste. I don't know if I told this story. And if I did, you probably didn't listen to that episode, audience. But Nikki had a customer at one point call into the bakery complaining about the taste of things, that they tasted like soap of a couple different products. And she came in and like, we're like, hey, like, we tasted these, and we thought they tasted fine. And then she tasted them again. It's like, nope, still tastes like soap. And we're like, have you had COVID? And he's like, you know what? I did. So. Is this after she left a bad review? Uh, no, yeah. she didn't leave a bad review. And then she, got, she got in touch with us, I think. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was the plus. Didn't have a random, like, one star. Like, I, I got sick, and I puked everywhere. Also, I went to the bakery that day. One star. Wouldn't change a thing. Three out of five stars. Three out of five. <laughs> Would recommend. 
Yes, we are here in the basement. Mike is here with us. On his bike. On his bike. He Mike rode on here. his bike. Mike has become quite a biker. The biker beaver. You want to talk about that, Mike? Yeah, you want to talk about you it? Got something going biking? on? You riding yeah. for something? You riding your bike? Is it wrong to wear leather on a pedal bike? Because that's what I do. Do you actually no. like wear your spandex? Well, I, I, I don't. I'm kind of. Messed do you up have a spandex bike suit? Uh, I have the shorts. Okay. Yeah, I usually just wear like. Um, I believe that cotton dries the best. I don't. So I always wear cotton. So you use moisture wicking so, shorts. Not to no, distract. No, it just soaks it all up. Not to distract <laughs> from the biking question, but Jared. Yes. Do you think spandex and leather are the same material? Because you went from spandex to leather. Sorry, you went from leather to spandex, like in the same sense. Well, obviously, I know the difference. Just why don't you say it out loud for the rest of the viewers, just so we can confirm that you know? Because Jared, obviously, yeah. leather is what vroom vroom bikers wear. Spandex is what pedal bikers wear. Yeah, <laughs> that I like that. The ding ding versus the rum rum. Vroom vroom. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. And if you're the outlaw bikers, you wear denim. So, Mike, tell us about biking. You got into biking really since the last time we had on the podcast. Explain to us this process of going from Mike who runs to Mike who bikes. I mean, to jet, to jet skis. It went. Oh, Mike who jet skis to Mike who runs to Mike who bikes. There was probably more in there, but. Well, uh, you were a dad too, but. Yeah. <laughs> Mike who dad. Um, <laughs> I mean, you guys bike as well. I indoor bike. It's stationary. Yeah, indoor bike. I'm playing Legend of Zelda, so I don't think we're in the same brand of biker. And I I was playing Uncharted 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're... You just comfortably rest your arms on your bike while you play. I've tried to do that. Oh, I just, like, straight up. Oh, you stand up? No, you I... sit up? I sit up, yeah. yeah. Does your knees pop? No, but, like, my ass hurts so horribly. Yeah. I can't believe it. So before I was on a bike trainer, and I just kind of like, I just kind of balanced on it, and it wasn't that bad. But now the bike we have, it was, it started out as my grandpa's bike way back in the day, and it's like one of those like it's it's like a sit down bike. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. Then like it's like a bike with like just like a regular good old fashioned seat with a back to it that you sit down and you pedal. I don't know what that means. You're using like a trainer that eats the tire. I was using a trainer to the tire. Yeah. There was a while there where I was confused as to why this indoor bike was leaving so much dirt in the room we had it oh, in. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, wait a second. This is rubber. This wait, is just rubber. You, so you're putting it on a trainer still? No, not oh. anymore. Okay. Now it is just a regular, like, stationary, like, electronic bike thing that I sit and I have no comfort issues playing anything. So. Yeah, the, so if you explain the that, time... Like, it reminds me of the giant tricycles they used to push the kids around on that oh. made us cookies for lunch. <laughs> that's what i thought you meant you were like riding that stationary <laughs> that's that's fair that's fair it wasn't like my most vivid description okay so <laughs> and i didn't understand how much it would eat my tire away until that time i mean this was years ago i guess at this point i kind of forgot about it but when we all rode the rails to trails went across the bridge yeah rode to the fence and then went and got ice cream yeah that's i was trying to figure out why my bike felt weird while i was riding it it's because my back tire it's interesting hearing your perspective because that was the day i reconnected with my future wife So I was having that moment. You were struggling to pedal. <laughs> well, you, were also, you and Luke were also riding like little kids' bikes. Well, we were riding mountain bikes. Yeah, I mean, I was too. Extre- way too small for you two. 
<laughs> like, it was like, it was like, like, like the, the little BMX bikes. Yeah, it, it was way too small. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Check out this buddy hop. <laughs> I just, you're, you're a little bit shorter than I am, and mm -hmm. your bike looks like a little kid bike in your basement. The Cannondale? Yes. Really? Sure, that's got to be like a 20-inch bike. Yeah, but I don't need a big bike. Do I? You would be very surprised. Huh. <laughs> Big boys dead big boy bikes is well, what the phrase is Well, but I, I thought mine was, like, the right and, size for On that me. bike ride, you and Luke both look like gorillas riding <laughs> <laughs> those, little, uh, those little bikes at the circus. Nice. Yeah. Or, no, no, a bear. That bear. It's yeah, a bear. Yeah, that's what you guys look like. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, cool. I'm going to be honest. I, I thought it was, like, perfect right size for me. <laughs> we'll take it to Walmart chair. Why don't we test out the bikes again? We should go down after the podcast and just check. I mean, upstairs. We should go upstairs because we are in the basement. Oh, yeah. We're in the basement already. Oh, no. We, we exposed yeah. that lie. <laughs> Liars. We're frauds. But we're, we're frauds that are recording. So yeah. take that for what it is. But uh, tonight's uh, drink is provided to us by Young Lion Brewing. Young Life? Young Lion. Young, not Young Life. <laughs> not the high school nutrition organization. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a sponsor? But... All right, Jared, you already got me off track. I'm trying to do a... Okay, a Young Lion. So, Young Life. <laughs> young Life. I was at, for my youth group, we were at a Young Life camp a few months ago, and they sell just, like, things that just say Young Life, which, like, if you don't know what that is, it's, like, the, most, it's, like, the strangest <laughs> sounding, like, kid-branded... Like, yeah, it's, like, the weirdest sounding, like, kid-branded thing, and, like, it turned into, like... This joke between Lockheed and Luke and I, where it's like hashtag Young Life, and then just like describing like a like childish thing, like poop my pants and cried Young Life. But sorry, getting back on topic, Young Lion. This is a was it a fun camp? Ah, uh, it's a bougie camp. It's a camp where like I felt weird being there because it was so nice. Like, like it is like were there basketball courts? There were basketball courts. There were basketball courts and a big swing, and it was like a place that had. Too much money, some would say. Jared, are basketball courts your definition of a nice camp? That's fair. That's a good question, Mike. There's a part of me that's like, that was a weird question, but it's weird that Jared rationalizes life. <laughs> I guess I could have said a pool. Do they have pavement? Do they? Or are there roads? Why, yes, Jared. That is a fair that is a fair point. Yes. Yeah, I mean, most of no. your poor inner cities have basketball what courts. What made it like kind of bougie was like the rooms were like so compare like this camp compared to other camps I go to. This camp had like climate controlled rooms and like very cozy beds and like very nice bathrooms and like facilities wise I have like this giant like mechanical swing did and they, yes Jared did they have Jared, tables? multiple basketball courts oh, two Jared. I think and they were indoor so they put walls around them which is crazy poor Jared grew up in like the middle of a cornfield <laughs> his dad probably put a, Jared probably went up to his dad and was like Dad I want to go to camp. So his dad put a tent in the middle of his yard and said, you're at camp, boy, and then gave him a Bible or something. And gave him a Bible and told all of his friends he went to church camp. Told him to get to work. <laughs> go, go shuck some corn. <laughs> I'm going to go play in the corn bin <laughs> and die. I almost died. Like, I had a pretty bad allergic reaction. We talked about that. I'm sure we did. Most times we almost die of something. You know, my, it's weird. It's weird how trauma works. You know, you when people talk about all this stuff, I was like, wow, you had an interesting childhood. Nothing fun happened in mine. I'm sure if I were to go through, like, through the and really think back, there'd probably be some things where it's like, yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, if you explain your childhood to somebody now, you would be in child protective services immediately. Like, as somebody that's like a mandated reporter, they'd be like, ooh, red flags. 
he seems like he's in constant danger in what he does. Who is this Donnie and why does he keep throwing you against metal mattresses? Yeah. Why is he like throwing you at mattress frames and keep putting you in headlocks? Child Protective Services comes to pick up Jared and his dad's like, oh, I don't know, he's probably out in the corn bin. And they just like <laughs> go out and Jared's out there whipping his hair around. Well, but... <laughs> <laughs> just that's what he does for no, It was much shorter back then. But I mean, I think back to when my grandma babysat like my cousins and I, and it was literally just... Where are the kids? Uh, probably in the corn bin or playing with the stray cats. <laughs> I saw him with a snake earlier. No, never, never saw a snake there, but got bit by a lot of cats. I have a snake story, but first, so this is Young Lion. It's a pretty new brewing company, but the people that were part of this helped found, I believe, Lion's Head. <laughs> so everybody's, everybody's favorite, like, decent, cheap college beer, Lion's Head. Mm -hmm. So... Fun fact for those of you that are well, they beer apparently aficionados. have a variety of uh, of different drinks. I wouldn't know. I never. I was never a lion head like guy. Lions Brewery or something. Hmm. Apparently they have, but that was that was our go to in the apartment. Beer in general is just really interesting right mm -hmm. now. Like when you think about like us in early high school, like the Bud Light. There was only yeah. like Bud Light. I guess they were making a lot of ice. Say, I'm then, sure but... IPAs existed, but no one was talking about them. Yeah, but, but I mean, like Bud Light has like seventeen thousand different seltzers now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like th that's just that's they say. all make such a variety. So it's hard to keep up. I could be completely wrong, but I feel like the whole craft brew and micro brew scene really popped off as we were in college. Yes, slash I would agree. Just out mm -hmm. of college. Now I could be biased saying that because that's when like a big that's one. That's when went. a big one or when a one went in. I would in say our like area. it was it was Rusty Rail opening. I'm pretty sure was with the curve. It was not late to the party. Yeah, yeah. At least that's my opinion because apparently when my sister and I think it's happening everywhere because when they went down to Austin, apparently the number of breweries and distilleries mm -hmm. and, and stuff that have just popped up is staggering i say staggering i'm okay with it I not really, to mention expensive i found myself really enjoying a good like stout and porter like this is a sour it's good not my favorite style of beer but the one thing that i like the most about breweries is i feel like they always have like passionate cooks as well so like you know the food is always pretty pretty good. ideally i've yeah. heard the, the rusty rails is all right but i've also like i went to a place in slippery rock called north country and like north. the food was yeah. immaculate so yeah. good I mean, I feel like the, like the Rusty Rail, I would consider that more fine dining than Fair enough. Like what's around here. Fair enough. But yeah, I would agree. Like, I feel like the brew pub scene is like a very, I it's a cool trend. It's not yeah. like everybody franchising, what's it, White Castle. Yeah. Everybody franchising, like, this is like, oh, this is a cool thing with people that like want to make something. I like it. Mm. I like it. Interesting that you chose White Castle. I choose basketball courts for a level of wealth. You choose I choose White, White Castle. Castle as a franchise. <laughs> That's I'm all right with it. That's a little outdated, but it's a little outdated. But that's that was it was an outdated reference. I guess it was back in the day. Yeah, Come on, Jerry, keep up. Keep right, up. That's fair. We're moving. We're shaking. No, but I mean, like, how nice were these basketball courts? Because any of your run in the mill camp could have. They were pavement, and there were hoops, and there were balls. Uh, chain nets, or yeah, they were rope nets. Okay. Okay. It was not an inner city. The inner city. Inner city. Inner city. <laughs> it was not an inner city basketball court. There's something crisp about the, those chains. Were though. the backboards made out of 
glass or were they like the white oval? I imagine. Yeah, was it, it like an oval, rounded, or actual square? I, it was square. I assumed Ooh. it was. I always assume it's fiberglass. Yeah, they got, oh, Pretty wow. Bushy. They yeah, got bougie. Oh, yeah, it's bougie. They, they, did, not, they did not just go to Walmart and They've buy got glass the, backboard money. <laughs> they did not have to buy a bag of sand with their basketball hoop to make sure it's anchored. Oh. So. Can you imagine the kids that opened up like a basketball hoop for Christmas, but they accidentally opened the bag of sand first? Oh, their dad, their dad's like, "Here you go," and like, "Here you go." Yeah, that was always my dad's thing. It's like give the like the crappy part of the whenever you yeah you get like parts to your like, gift. yeah like the yeah. the necessity to make it work right. They give you a pack of batteries. My opinion of that was always, "Oh, so you wanted to milk out the number of gifts, so you oh I guess I got parts. two presents." Yeah. Thanks, but thanks. I'll take these batteries and put them in my Hess truck from last year. <laughs> Do you guys have Hess trucks? I did have, I Hess, did trucks. have Hess trucks. Okay, so my dad's side. That was a very much a go-to gift. Now, for those of you who know my dad, a la the two people next. For those of you that know my dad, us, yep. you know he doesn't say much. He's a man of few words. He's a man of few. A words. man of action. So imagine a man of few words times 20 or 30 people <laughs> at a Christmas. <laughs> Got those Hess trucks. <laughs> a few conversations about hunting, but a your lot dad, of silence. Your dad's kind of a side-mouth mumbler, isn't he? Yeah, here and there. Yeah, so it's like just a whole family of yeah. side-mouth mumblers. Just yeah. a whole family, just like yeah. hyper-practical mumblers. Yeah. They Not much happened at that, besides they built a house together. A shed need built, and the whole family went outside, and they built a shed in five minutes. Yeah, that's what I get as far as impressions go. Is all about. That's right. So, um, I mentioned a second ago, I have a snake story. You have a snake. It's actually story. a snake and a toad story. So, as I said, I was at a different camp last week, and one of the last days, I was walking past like the one cabin, and I saw this big cord thing underneath the porch and i'm like that's weird and then like i looked again like it was a garter snake tail but it was like the biggest garter snake i have ever seen in my whole life this thing was like was it thick it was thick that's uh, double c or, or i don't know again? what that means but yes <laughs> well like they kind of say like people are like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel weird about saying that. I don't know why. But yeah, it was a massive garter snake. But like, BBW. the upper half of the snake was like hidden underneath like this little porch area okay. of this cabin. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. I want to see how big this guy is. And as I look down, I see like arms flailing. And my big dumb brain, for some reason, assumed that the front of the snake had legs. But I'm Ooh. like, so oh it's man! A big like, lizard. Look like, at the size of this lizard. Like, what is that thing? And then, like, if I'm like, oh wait a second, it's eating something. And sure enough, the largest snake I've ever seen was eating the largest toad I've ever seen. And I kid you not, myself and like ten other people probably spent the better portion of thirty to forty-five minutes just standing around this snake, watching it eat a toad. Nobody and it was the toad? the toad. So. There's a sad part to this I wasn't going to say, but like did the toad... The, did you see the toad's face or just the back end? We saw its face. Yeah, it was ever, going from the butt up. Did you ever watch a toad get eaten, though? Well, no. Yes, like, I have. They just sit there like this. <laughs> so that's... Like, yep. no emotion. They yep, just, just like, no emotion. I mean, it was a toad face. Yeah. But, so this toad, like, it was like, its back leg was in the snake's mouth. Like, you could tell it was hurt. So, like, the one person pulled out a knife and just kind of, like... Mercy stabbed it real quick. So, Aww. put the toad out of his misery, which it was nice of it. It didn't scare the snake away? Uh, I mean, the snake was the snake was committed at that point. It yeah. wasn't a big fan of like the interference, but like it kept going. But like 
the process of watching this big snake eat like this massive toad was like awe-inspiring yeah like how it worked its way up and like towards the end like it kind of got shifted around so at one point it started with the back headed towards the front but like the toe got turned around part way through the process and like the back legs finished last mm-hmm. so the legs mm-hmm. then going in when the big part got like swallowed it was like watching a noodle it was like watching like toad but like with a noodle like <laughs> Like it lady was, in the trance. Yeah, and then after it did it, there was all these guys watching this happen. Like, then the you snake, guys clapped. Yeah. Oh, we did a little bit. There was like a moment like, oh, dope. And then like the snake like justly freaked out. And But as it tried to slither away, it had a giant toad in its gullet. So yeah. like it like it looked like a cobra because like the front part couldn't slither anymore because it was too full. And it just kind of like, like struggled away for a little bit. But the that's circle, my snake story. The circle of life. Like that toad <clears throat> was a tadpole. And then it kind of slowly became a tadpole at the end again. Mm-hmm. Like a... Reborn. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. of like, yeah. Like some it... poetry a little yeah. bit of like, <laughs> I started out as a little thing, and I'm going to end this as a bitter but still little thing in mm-hmm. the scheme of life. Slithery tail. Yeah. yeah. And now that snake will sit there not eating for days. Yep. It went underneath my car. I might have hit it on my way out. I didn't Ooh. check. <laughs> Did you check if there was a kid under there from Manhunt? Uh, <laughs> there was a few days before. I probably should have checked looking back, but no one said, Ow! <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Out of, I put him out of his misery too. <laughs> so that was my snake story. I, like I watched a snake eat a toad, and it was cool and weird, and I felt like I was a kid again. Yeah, I mean, of all the snakes that I've ever seen, I've never seen one eating. Did you sit there with a mouthful of pop rocks? <laughs> you should have no. fed it pop rocks. Uh, push pop. Um, <laughs> ring pop. Just all of those are things I don't know still exist. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's... Ring pops still exist. Do they really? Ju- why? Juicy drop pops still exist? Juicy drops? That I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know why they would. Even as like a kid, I remember when those were like popular, so to speak. Like They were still like, no one enjoyed them. Juicy drops. I don't think just... enjoyed baby bottle pops either. No, I hated baby bottle pops. Terrible candy. commercials were the most recognizable thing of Baby that. bottle Jennifer, pops. Your parents baby parents bottle, bottle pops. Yeah. Were your parents the parents that gave you money to go to the concession stand during a Little League game? Uh... Sometimes. Yeah. My parents weren't. I I always had, and if I did, like if I didn't come back with something practical, I'd get yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. It was usually I had to have a hot dog or French fries. No. Uh buff the concession stand I was at I don't we didn't have French fries money for our our little <laughs> It wasn't a bushy. Um, no, not there a bushy. was hot dogs. I had the French fries. Giant pickles. I got those a lot. You could get a giant pickle for like a quarter. Uh, Airhead. Here, son. So probably like Jared's, hot. Jared's field used cardboard. Hot places. dogs and airheads were probably, and then the little, uh, the awful bubble gum in the wraps. Oh, oh like the bigly chew sort of bubble no, gum. No, that was good. No, that was good you know what? It's in like the yellow it, and uh, pink. Uh, it's not hubba bubba. It's bu- Bubble, bazooka? Bubble, oh, yeah, no. bazooka. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, not bubble, bazooka. You know. It's a... Uh... Bubble? Yeah, you could buy like a whole five-gallon bucket of it. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. You're right. Yeah. Terrible candy. Terrible gum. <laughs> but Terrible I, get gum. The, I get those a lot. Yeah. I always got big... I did get a lot of big lead chew. That was always a good one. Mm-hmm. You throw as much of that in your mouth and you couldn't breathe when you're on the field. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like you couldn't spit it out in the field because like it seriously was like a yeah. fistful of glob. <laughs> yeah. Just hurts your so, mouth. Like, some poor other kid would step in it or get it stuck in their I hair. Say, there's a reason why most of the kids our age had braces. Yeah. Just bigly chew. Bigly. That and like eating but, a whole thing of bubble tape in I one mean, go. I mean, I also didn't always have to go to the concession stand because 
uh, we always went for ice cream, so you always had to save room for ice cream. Yeah. It was always the kids that weren't the best on the team that I think their parents just kind of felt bad because they just sit in the dugout, so they'd give them a lot of money, and then they'd just go out and buy all that yeah. that crap food and climb inside the catcher's bag and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. What are you doing over there? Yeah. I just remember feeling bad for all the good teams that had to win in order to get ice cream yeah. or had the possibility of Which, getting ice cream. Thinking about it now, we it, We could get fucking annihilated. It makes sense because, like, to, no, be, to be good at sports, you have to take care of your body. And, like, when the losing team just goes out and just constantly is eating ice cream, it probably in some way impacts performance. I think Jared, a, an 11 and 12-year-old. are you indicating that those other teams were using performance-enhancing drugs? No, but as you, who was part of one of those other said teams for said coach, I felt bad for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't very good. I just... Like, when said coach's son was like, wait, you guys are getting ice cream, too? I just looked at him and I'm like, yeah, we go after every game, yeah. dude. Suck it. Like, I was good enough to blend in. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It was a good beer. It was. Yeah, not bad. It, I guess the sour yeah, beer. It was a sour. Yeah. Brewed so, man, with you know, water orange and lychee. You know, Young Life has money when they could brew. Mm, young Life. Hashtag. Hashtag Young Life. <laughs> was there like a lot of black shades and peace signs with that church camp? It seems like a, like a young life kind of thing. Um, what? so I think had I been there with like actual like young life staff members, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about that organization, from what I can tell, it feels like a very trendy sort of like group. So how many church camps did you go to with well, over enthusiastic counselors? Did I go to? Yeah. Um, I didn't really go to any church camps as a kid. I. Uh, but your work camps were kind of. Okay. Away. Yeah. So group work camps. Okay. Good catch, Jared. Because so I mean, camps. I would as someone who went once. Yeah. So I would agree with you. So for anybody that does not know, there's an organization called group work camp where it's like it's a youth groupy sort of thing where like your youth group signs up to go to some place. All over, there's like spots all over America every summer, and like you and like a billion other youth groups from like around like the united states like sign up for these different work camps and you go and you get like paired up with like kids from other youth groups and like you get assigned to like some like service construction or painting project yeah and like following that there's like always like these big like worship service sets and like these like speakers and And all these songs that you always have to sing yes all these songs that have like it's almost it's line dancing quite literally and like you're right, Jared. down! And it lifts me up. <laughs> Say, a lot of audio adrenaline, for if that's a name, that's that, what if that's a name that anybody cares to remember. But, um... <laughs> so, yeah, that was very much inspired by high-energy, highly charismatic, trendy yeah. ideas and philosophies. So, that was... But I feel like, to be a counselor there, you had to be a bouncing ball of energy. There was, I applied the one summer, and I am so happy I did not get it, looking back. Because I am not a person that would have thrived under those conditions. Now, Jared, do you think these counselors that Josh is speaking of, do you think they use performance-enhancing drugs to be like that? I mean, we could I ask mean, Ty. Ty did it. Yeah. I don't. I mean, that's a that's a funny point though. Ty was also not in that group of people yeah. that were like high energy, like high. That charisma, is true. Trendy, but maybe behind the scenes they were all just like very like sallow and melancholy. <laughs> Yeah, they like they sacrifice like, like their they after their hours and energy. See them go behind doors and they're like, they just like take a drag of a cigarette. Yeah, and <laughs> fuck use this. an upper. <laughs> Ugh. If I have to it's do a downer at that point, say if I have to use if I have to sing Big House one more time, <laughs> they're literally back behind the curtains, hit a whip it. <laughs> All right, all right, 
Let's do this. <laughs> it's a big, big house. All right, buddy. Toby Mac. Let's go. Oh, I forgot about Toby Mac. News, news boys. News boys. And I'm sure there's some other ones in there. Uh, there were. I didn't think that much. Audio about. Adrenaline. That's the one. Though. Audio Adrenaline is a classic. But no, as an adult, as somebody that does counsel, like at like one camp in particular, like I can say for certain we are not the trendy high energy. We're mostly just like people that like doing it, but don't have like any sort of connection. So to, was like, this your coffee cafe church? Um technically no so the church we function with for this camp is connected to a denomination called church of christ which is essentially just like a very conservative very rooted in their way groups of people that most of the people that work at this camp are not and it's a very funny clash of like what we're supposed to believe versus like what we actually bring me down that's almost what i'll sorry that's almost what the church group's attitude is towards us like younger people that are part of it there's a lot of fear of like these young people from the coffee shop church are going to steal all of our youth kids and make them think that like gay people aren't monsters like that's what like the attitude is of the people that don't work at the camp Mm -hmm. towards us that do it's it's funny it's a very funny contrast yeah well and it's one of those you know they're not gonna change but no, they're not, and we're not, so it all works out yeah. because they need someone to work at the camp. And exactly. Works. And that's us. But um, I have a little bit of a public service announcement I'd like to share with you all. So it's not so much a public service announcement as it is just like, here's a fun fact. Did you know that when you die, your nails don't keep on growing? Yeah, I did. So Your skin shrinks your or something. Does, doesn't it? It does not. No. no. Your skin. Your skin. The moisture in your moisture. skin kind of like you dehydrate and like if your body were to be exhumed it would look like your nail and hair grew but that's just because you're shriveled up so my wife was watching rupaul's drag race right before i left and one of the contestants like was dressed up and like i even cut holes in the fingers it was like a more like the theme was like some sort of weird like dark morbid sort of thing and like okay i even cut holes in like the fingers of my gloves so it looks like your nails keep growing when you die it's like nope not true i'm like ashley now did anyone in the show they, no one, no one took her. note of it, which made me sad. But my, but I'm like, you know what, wife of mine, actually, your body just dries up, so, so like your nails don't grow anymore. And she's like, that's gross. And I'm like, yeah, misinformation is gross. Thank you. And then I left. What do they do in that show? Do they, is it like, they, like they walk down a runway? But do they, they have like competitions? Behind the scenes yeah. drama. So, is it like Survivor? All the above. RuPaul's Drag Race to somebody who is like the farthest from like being the target audience of a show like that. RuPaul's Drag Race is a fever dream. By most definitions. Okay. It's an interesting fever dream, and it's not a negative fever dream. It's just a fever dream. It is, so, it is, like, a classic, like, MTV reality show where you have all these, uh, like, is there a beach, not necessarily... Is there a beach involved? No. Is there a library involved? Quasi <laughs> 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 silent library. Oh, boy. Is that an MTV show? Yeah, yeah it was. So, silent library, small, small side note. Silent library was a show where, like... A group of bro dudes would <laughs> go to a library set and have to do a bunch of dumb challenges, and, they and if like they if they weren't allowed to laugh or make noise, yeah. and if like they did well, they would like win money or something. So yeah. like it'd be like like one of the things like you have to put your hand in a mouse trap, and they would put their hand in, and then like everybody would like sit there snickering and smirking, and there would be like a little there'd be like a little like laugh meter on the side yeah. of the screen, and the librarian would be there like, if it broke sh- certain decibels. Yeah, yeah, so. That was a different reality. It's not quite that. So okay. RuPaul's, 
a bunch of drag queens of assorted acclaim and like success. Every week there's like different like challenges that they have to do. Uh-huh. So like there's like a lot of like acting challenges or sometimes there's like improv challenges or sometimes there's like Do they have to stand in posts in the middle of the ocean? Uh no, not quite Survivor. No, that's I think Survivor has that copyright. No other reality show people can stand on poles in the ocean until they get tired, which is such a stupid challenge. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. But no, like they have like challenges every week, and then like after that they have like a little runway thing, and then the bottom two have to lip sync for their life, where they both ahead of time they have time to prepare themselves like for like a specific like song that they're given and then they do a lip sync performance how and many then, of them do Katy perry and... uh so they don't get to pick it's oh, okay. picked for them <laughs> it's, it's some type of variation yeah. of Katy yeah. perry. there's all Katy perry it's all, <laughs> all then, Katy perry then rupaul decides who goes home out of those two and then they keep doing that until they have like the bottom three and then they declare a winner so that's rupaul's drag race except and rupaul's a person or a club rupaul is a person okay <laughs> RuPaul is a famous drag queen, but yeah. So yeah, you would recognize it's a it's a pretty standard uh, reality TV show. Except along the way, there's like a lot of colors. It's a lot of very bright, aggressive colors and makeup, and like references to like different like queer culture things that myself, as a married straight man, do not get. But you know. Mm -hmm. They're doing their thing, and it's fine. It's fine TV. Yeah. To me, it's not amazing TV, but it's fine TV. What's it, VH1? Uh, and... Yeah, no, it might be VH1. VH1. I don't know anymore. My guess is on TV because I forgot VH1 was a thing, but... But VH1 knows, and V... They're all part of the same parent company. Probably. I don't know, man. Comedy Central, MTV, VH1. They all are now. Warner Brothers or somebody owns them. Someone owns them all, Yeah. Because whenever the MTV Music Video Awards are on, it's on every single one of those channels. Uh, you can't escape us. Yes. So, yep. Uh, so yeah, that was my info. If anybody on the street says, "Hey, did you know that your hair keeps growing when you die?" I say it does not. No, it does RuPaul not. Was sir, wrong. RuPaul was wrong. And they'd be like, "What? <laughs> Wait, huh?" So, Mike, did you say you had some topics you wanted to bring up? May they be past, yeah, present. They are very old. They are like do it. Pre-COVID. Bring it up. Bring it up. Pre-COVID. Bring it up. Bring That's it up. That's fascinating. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring them out. <laughs> let's open up this time capsule. Let's see who we used to be. Yeah. Um. So <coughs> this one, I definitely think I put it in when I was drunk, so I won't bring that one up. <laughs> it was probably really funny at the time, but I don't get it now. Um. Yeah, this one, again, this is pre-COVID, but uh, this is how long it's been since I've been on here. But do you guys remember when Donald Trump had a Diet Coke button in his office? No. No. Never heard of that? <laughs> Never no, heard not. that. There was a button in the Oval Office that he could press and somebody would bring him a Diet Coke. As like a sponsor thing or just like Donald Trump is a Diet Coke guy? Uh, no, he's just a Diet Coke guy. So Interesting. So he would press this button. See, when I first heard it, I thought it was like kind of like, like a fountain. Like a camelback or something yeah. like that. That like somebody put a hose in his mouth and he'd hold the button for as much Coke as he needed. <laughs> but no, he would press a button and somebody would bring him in a glass bottle Diet Coke. That's pretty cool. So I think Satan's greatest trick was not convincing us that he wasn't real, but instead convincing us that diet drinks were good for us. I think there's like a new study. Uh, Dr. Patrick might be able to know this one. Um, but or Official. Like, yeah. Congratulations, Official. buddy. Yeah. Um, but uh, now check my swollen ankle. I think like a lot of the sugar that they use for like sugar-free stuff is not, is like actually worse off 
I can believe it. Like the aspartame and yeah, yeah, Splenda. A lot of that is worse for you than what actual. Yeah, so like that's like I see lots of people drink diet sodas and like I can drink this. This is okay. It's like, have you looked at the ingredients? It's not just like colored water. Kind of a mind game, I think. It absolutely is a mind game. Like the number, like you don't look at the ingredients list and have that many ions and zines and be like, this is fine. I barely drink anything besides water. Well. I drink like four drinks: water, coffee, beer, and uh, Lacroix. Isn't that water? Uh, it's, it's cool water. Yeah, it's trendy water. <laughs> I wear my hat sideways when I drink it, or I wear a visor upside down at backwards. I think I think of the seltzer water game. I think bubbly is the cool water. I is think it? Lacroix is like the old man seltzer water, just based off like packaging. Gotcha. You have one of those moments in life where you see something happen that somebody else does, and you think, if I ever look like that or do that, just shoot me. Yes. Um, Every we, day. I was at the beach two weeks ago, and the lifeguards were doing drill all day. So they were jumping off the stand, and they were sprinting to save their, uh, I guess... Dummy. Lifeguard master. Is that what it's called, Jared? Uh, I mean, the lifeguard, or their partner. They, uh, the lifeguard partner. No, it was like their the highest partners. ranking lifeguard. So the, oh, the head life, lifeguard. The lifeguard black belt. It's just there head, we go. Yeah. head lifeguard. Bobbing, oh, it's black belt, Jared. Yeah, it's black head lifeguard. lifeguard. Yeah, black belt. Yeah, you, he would be out no. bobbing around in the water, <laughs> and they would sprint from the lifeguard stand and run down there. And there was these people sitting next to me that treated it like a sporting event because they wanted to see somebody drown. So they would. it was like these people probably 60s age, um, or as us uh, millennials and... Boomers. They were boomers. Yeah, they were boomers. That's what we call them. Um, they were got out of their chair probably the fastest they've moved in 20 years to run down <laughs> to the ocean to see if they were saving somebody that was drowning. And meanwhile, they're doing this. There's this guy underneath the lifeguard stand with a pair of binoculars. Mm -hmm. Again, probably late 60s, early 70s, looking down both ways of the beach. And then there's this other lady standing next to the lifeguard stand saying, why is there nobody in here? What if there's a kid drowning out here as this girl, other lifeguard, is sprinting down to that lifeguard stand to man the position? So in that moment, watching all of this encapsulate around me, I was like, if I ever look like any of these people, if I ever, I'm gonna walk out into the ocean and just keep walking. And just keep walking. Yeah. yeah. So that's an interesting. There's multiple stages of like weird behavior in that one moment, and it's a lot to unpack. Like you have like honestly, the guy with the binoculars was the most interesting. I don't really know what he was looking at. Like he wasn't looking out in the ocean. He was looking up like the base of the beach. Nice. So I don't know if he was checking out women. And trying to look like he was watching the lifeguards. That, that was very sly if he was. I, I give him that. I think I'm most bothered by the lady complaining about there being no lifeguards there. Because, like, if you look around for a second, they're doing drills. Yeah. Like, this, like, I understand, like, it feels like the art, the older generations, like, it might just be an old thing. But, like, just wanting to, like, find a thing wrong with the current moment. I don't know. It's yeah. like that attitude bothers me. Like, oh, there's no lifeguard here. Well, like, no, they're, they're, they're training. There's one, there's one, there's one. Shut up. But, Jared, what is the average amount of time that it takes for somebody to, like, drown? Uh, uh, like, when they go under, how long do you have if they go under? Well, from personal experience, Jared. From personal experience. Yeah. And then after that, how many have you lost? I mean, it also depends on if they're active drowning or passive drowning. Passive is, like, when they're not really paddling. Passive is when they're unconscious or, yeah. like, mm -hmm. motionless. Yeah. Uh, how long can the body go without, like, with, well, like, when you pull the person out, how long can they lay there with water in their system before they need, like, before they go into, uh, I guess that would be a seizure, not a seizure, um, coma. Coma. Yeah. So, I don't fully know, because I've heard stories about people being found and being resuscitated after, like, being found floating for hours. But then I've also heard of when you find somebody 
like minutes afterward but their brain already shut mm. down because okay. like the body the body shuts down in an effort to like preserve itself like organs and brain and and stuff like that so i don't fully know and it probably varies person to person but i would say i mean get to them as soon as yeah. you can so I probably, saw... I mean, they could probably be under for minutes if they're not like taking in any <clears throat> water. water. Um, I'm sure we could technically <laughs> look on our phones and see it. I never got an you never exact had a situation, right? Uh, the two saves I had were active drowning. Were so kids really, active really paddling? Drowning. They were actively trying to drown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were the actively. They were at, at See, least. They kept penciling off. The at least, like they were splashing, and I could clearly see they were struggling. Yeah. Um. So, I I've saw never... a movie with Matthew McConaughey once, where he was in the Coast Guard, I think. No. And really? I think it was Matthew McConaughey, but like, are you was... sure it wasn't Kevin Costner? It might have been Kevin Costner. No, it was. You're right. It was the Guardian. That one. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, it was that one. But yeah, like, so <laughs> Kevin McConaughey's Co- like, I think they're out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So let's Kevin go Costner. Like, kept track of how many he lost. Did you keep track of how many you lost, Jared? Yeah. Does it haunt you sometimes? Big old goose egg. He has chalk marks above his Big old goose egg? That explains it. Yeah, I've lost fewer people than Kevin Costner. Suck it, Kevin. I'm sorry, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Sorry, Kevin Costner. Suck it. Chalk marks on the side of his whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how would you handle that, Jared? What? Like, if If I lost somebody? if If you was on duty and, like, just, like, somebody just, like... Like, Coast Guard style, like, just, like, got dragged out by a riptide in your public pool. What would you do about that? How would you handle that situation? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, when you actually have to save someone, adrenaline goes through the roof. Um, Did any of the pool rats just fake to drown to try to kiss you? No. Oh, Porta. A sandlot. Yeah. yeah. No, thankfully not. The hot blonde Wendy, on the... <laughs> Wendy, <laughs> Wendy Peppercorn. Mr. Mister. <laughs> And that was back when my hair was Justin Bieber-esque. Was it mandatory that you guys trolled your whistles when you were on the stand? No, but you needed something to do. If they weren't actively moving, the whistles would stop working. Honestly, well, you had to do it during swim team to stay awake, because I can't tell you how many times. You're telling me swim meets aren't exciting, Jared? Well, they're not. What part about swim meets are boring? (laughs) Um... All of it. All. I mean, the food's exciting. <laughs> the giant pixie sticks and hot sausage and pierogies. I think my my mom was like helped out with swim team while my brother swam. And I think my favorite part of swim team is just like driving random people from the side to keep track of times. Yeah. Like, hey, you get over here. Hold the stopwatch. Quick. You be a judge. Hey, you're a judge of what? We don't know. Just do it. Just assign numbers. I don't know. Or the one that had to wrangle a kid because if he was event fifteen and then event sixty five. <laughs> okay, we got to make sure Ben's not eating hot sausage right now or something. So he doesn't poop his pants mid swim. Yeah. Did you ever once ask the black belt lifeguard at the pool that you worked at what the rules and regulations were on smoking? A uh, head lifeguard, and you weren't allowed to smoke mm-hmm. in the park. Um, what is the process of becoming the black belt lifeguard? Do you have to fight all the other lifeguards ahead of you and then beat the black belt lifeguard, or is it more of an application thing? Honestly, it's just seniority. <laughs> What's up? You have to tread water long. Oh, it's their, it's their water treading thing. It was yeah. straight up. What's the longest already? time you've treaded water, Jared? Uh, five minutes. Had, like, was it in the deep end, or was it, like, yeah, actually, was it, was it hard end. mode in the shallow well, end? 
Okay, so Don't technically the, the two or three minutes, I mean, every time when you had to do it for swim lessons, I always just stood up. I was like, don't touch the bottom, kid. Floor's lava as I'm walking around. Floor's lava. Oh, it's I used water. to do the floor's lava all the time. Sounds like a mean way to manipulate your kids. The most senior lifeguard when Jared was there, Katie, she probably just like didn't even have to paddle on the water. She just sat there because she was no, the master. They, everybody else would no try one, longer than her, and she just had to zen. No, the bosses purposely surpassed her on head lifeguard. <laughs> Passed over her. Oh, that's sad. She on, was just a purple belt? No, but it, odd situation. Well, not an odd situation, just cringy, cringy, uh, awkward situation. Do you think she just stands outside the fence now and kicks the dirt, wishing she was on the inside working? Just looking at the person with the head lifeguard whistle. <laughs> kicking dirt. I hope not. <laughs> I really, I really, really Dumb. hope not. I hate this. There's like this like little streak. <laughs> no <laughs> grass. No <laughs> it's like a noticeable lay <laughs> straight <laughs> divot. What dirt happened there? Patch. It's like where the tether ball court was, like all the dead <laughs> dirt the around. Oh, yeah, that's where Katie used to stand and get frustrated <laughs> that she wasn't dead. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> or uh, the dirt patches where kids play baseball. Yeah. yeah, those are the bases. Oh, that's how they made the diamond. They just like kind of like kept pushing. They just like kept like giving her a new spot to stand until yeah. she carved out the baseball diamond. Ah, oh, shucks. Whatever happened to the shuffleboard course? Those things are awesome. Oh, there's so much cool. Isn't stuff it? It's board. still the, that piece of pavement still there, isn't it? Uh, wow. I don't think so. Nice. I too much at once, Jared. I don't think there Where would it have gone? They didn't dig it up. They buried it <laughs> with the golf, with the golf, a mini golf. They just yeah, with the mini golf. a bunch of dirt on it and leveled it out. If you dig far enough, you can find a couple bricks. Used to hit. Yeah. <laughs> bleep out that name. <laughs> oh yeah. I said earlier. You have a lot of work to do, Jared. Wait, you? Which one did you say I earlier? I said someone's last name pretty, you said last name too. pretty early. I on. said my last name. Yes. Well, that's eh. fine. That's... We're fine. Don't yell at us. Can I grab a glass of water? No. Yes, feel free. I don't have any ice, though. That's okay, I don't like ice. What about one of these Minute Maid orange juices up here? Ooh, those are old. Do you want to dive into this? Uh, That'll be fine. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Is it? Ooh. (laughs) Yikes. That's interesting. I've never seen that before. That's a new thing. Do cans lose... Like those cans, I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, feel free to grab a beer. That'd probably be the only thing cold in my house. Yeah, feel free to grab a beer from Halloween. Wait, what was the one that you had that was sour? Did you have a sour fruity thing? Yeah, I took it with me in town. Or was that these? Those are like bush apple. Okay. Chocolate pumpkin, pumpkin porter. Pump porter. Can you grab me one? You Can you grab me a pumpkin porter? Thank Are we you. just taking a little... A little? Uh, break? No. I, I, we just let it roll. No. No. We just, uh... You know, it's more authentic if you don't censor anything. So are you all done? Are you all done cutting up? Yeah, caughting up, catching up. Catching with, up? Uh, like The new year? Well, we've been uh, doing oh, one no, thing no. at a time. So we're in April. I don't think we... The last thing we talked about was Rush Limbaugh? Uh, I think so. Right May he now. rest in peace? 
the things of no, note in our <laughs> history commentary uh, part of our podcast, our little mini podcast. Um, one thing of note in uh, in April of 2021, Japan's government approved the dumping of radioactive water um, from a nuclear power plant into the Pacific Ocean, which I thought was an interesting choice for Japan to do, considering their country is notorious for giant monsters. I always wonder. It's like, pretty big. Yeah. And I mean. Yeah, giant monsters. They are pretty big. Thank that, you, Jared. That Fukushima power plant where they had the reaction, I'm pretty sure that whole area is still very, very radioactive, like a lot of hot spots. So, besides the giant monsters and threats of Godzilla re- reawakening, I think the interesting thing about like the dumping of like nuclear waste into water is that it was endorsed by the International Atomic Energy Agency. Just like a weird sort of like, hey, this is fine. The IAA? Well, <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a chemist or physicist, but uh-huh. does is there any reason that that would like neutralize it? Because like I know at, like Chernobyl when the Russians just took that um, over, they turned off the electricity to like the they had lakes mm-hmm. there that had electric current because it neutralized. I it. don't know, which is why I'm forcing my opinions on it. I feel like it's like, bad. Are you, are you talking think, about recently? They did that. Yeah, that was during like the Ukraine war. But oh, okay. like I don't know if like the movies kind of dilute our opinions on that like i think we a lot of people think it's like green toxic sludge getting put into the ocean Isn't but it? no i think it's just like radioactive earth or well, radioactive just, water yeah because don't they have like a bunch of it's like mounds of dirt or like yeah it's like a covered in like uh reflective yeah material yeah and isn't it you're just like radioactivity is extremely weird yeah like, the fact that you can, like... My only understanding of it is from The Simpsons, so... Yeah. <laughs> the glowing green, it's yeah. green. It's just glowing green, like, yeah. pudding sort of stuff. So that... We had that in April. Another thing I thought was interesting, um, Russia warns NATO against sending any troops to aid Ukraine as large Russian military builds up around the border. But that was an interesting sort of, like, yeah, what a weird sort of, like, red flag. But a year later, we have what some issues mean? that... We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> we don't talk about it. Too sad. No bummers here. Um, and then happy thoughts. Well, the only thing, just because I know Jared loves this, uh, SpaceX launches the Crew Two mission, carrying four crew members um, up I into space. Good old SpaceX, right, Jared? Oh yeah. You know, like which which rich jerk is SpaceX's? Owner? Elon Musk. Is that Elon's? Yeah. Oh, Elon. Speaking of uh, narcissistic billionaires. Um, this one is not narcissistic, but uh, uh, did you guys see what Mark Cuban did? I'm sure he's narcissistic. He probably is. I, I mean, the, 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 I, the narciss- you don't get to a billion without stepping yeah. on some. Necks. I mean, he was. It kind of was narcissistic, I guess, in a way. He created a company that basically made pharmaceuticals affordable. Hmm. But the only way you can find this website is if you go to Google and type in Mark Cuban pharmaceuticals, and then when you go there, there's like this giant picture of him crossing his arms. So like that's narcissistic. But yeah. At the same time, to say, there's definitely there's he's a doing something good, a very admirable thing he's doing, but with a very pretentious putting his name in front a very like, pretentious of it. vehicle yeah. of doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I if that's what he wants to do with his money to try to help the world, I was gonna I, I say that's that, at least helpful. It's something nice at least. Yeah. Elon going into space and talking about needing to colonize Mars. Doesn't, that doesn't, mean that doesn't yeah. help anyone. It's just rich, smart guy in quotation marks, yeah. like things. Like, 
I hate being that guy that's like, why can't you use that for some better, like, good, greater good, but why can't you use that money that it costs? Like, it, I'd imagine it costs millions every single launch that he does. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but I feel like it's it's high enough where it's concerning. It's more than I will ever see yeah. in my life. Which I guess, like, space travel, like, space exploration study is interesting, but at the same time, it's like, there's other things there's other things i feel like are more practical than just like sending like a crew of like rich people into the atmosphere for a little bit yeah do you guys ever see i think i don't remember if it was a tiktok that i had seen or a vine but it was jeff bezos that they would dub his laugh so like it would be a video of him laughing but instead of like a normal laugh it'd be like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like for the longest time i thought that that's how like that was his actual laugh <laughs> i was like what a little maniacal laugh he has and then <laughs> Why is nobody talking about yeah. that? Yeah, wasn't he? He was one of the ones that went up in space. Yeah. And when I say up in space, what? They just go to like the... Just the top of that just atmosphere. The end of they the just end. go to where gravity stops. Basically where the... And they hang out and like... Where the weird... Red Bull guy like free base jumped. Yeah. There was this company when we were in college that basically took a Boeing 747. Vima? And <laughs> would fly up... To like a certain altitude. And oh, then and then like die. fall. Like, and then you'd briefly have zero gravity. Yeah, yeah I remember Why seeing that. Why can't the billionaires just do that? That only has to cost at least like a couple hundred thousand to a million yeah. dollars. Did like, you ever see that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Why do they fucking... Why waste a billion when you can drop a couple million on Yeah. That? It's just the things that rich people do. It's just like... It seems cool, but, but like when... But then when they tell you how you need yeah. to be responsible yeah. to save the planet... It's crazy. There are some issues in there societally, but... My wife and I were having a conversation. I read an article You about, were you arguing. You talked your wife? Yeah. You talked? My about, wife. Uh, my wife. Like the NIL deals in college football. Oh, yeah. the Because I, I had just read one this past weekend that the Ohio State quarterback got gifted from a local dealership in Columbus a $200,000 Mercedes. I can't imagine being this, a normal yeah. kid on campus seeing that. And just thinking, like, yeah, my tuition's going to something good. Oh, yeah, um, But, I mean, I get it. Like, those kids are out there getting hurt and, like, doing all that stuff. And, the and making the, the university NCAA a lot of money. a shit ton of money off Billions. Of but. Say, it's a sticky issue. I can't fault the kid. It like, needs to be refined it's like, nothing, like, no fault goes to the kid getting the car. It's more of, like, as an organization, like. This feels, you're right, it feels icky. It feels weird. Yeah. It's a strange way to, like, do that. It kind of feels icky both ways. Yeah. Like, I can't blame these kids when... Oh, no. If they've come from rough neighborhoods or whatever growing up. Yeah. Not even rough, but, like... Yeah, if, you if you're telling me your you come from poverty or, like, a l rougher area... Like, the whole Reggie Bush getting stripped of all this stuff because uh, his... He, like, accepted money or, like, the university helped pay for a home for his mom or something yeah. or his dad. Mm -hmm. And it's like... How do you expect an 18 or 19 year old kid who say, nope. grew up in a rough yeah. thing and has a chance to change stuff for his family to not? Yeah. For a kid to say, like, no, this seems like it violates the integrity of the sport. Absolutely not. Like, yeah. one, that's a an 18, 19 like, year one, old kid. You're, okay. you're thinking he's going to yeah, be like, yeah, yeah I am. Like, one, like, also, hot take. Who cares about the integrity of football? Yeah. Who gets a flying, like, I almost. <laughs> you're getting. You can do it. Knock it off. No. I'm here to watch you get in a car wreck every single time. Yeah, like, play. it's like, 
who who cares? I don't care about the integrity of a sport in itself. Like maybe it's because I'm not a huge sport person. Like my main sports that I enjoy are Foursquare and not anything okay. else. Yeah, Foursquare and and like what's it? Pickleball. Like those are pickleball? the sports I enjoy. So like I guess I'm not one to speak to this like with full like investment. But like football doesn't like need integrity so to speak in terms of like decisions like this like oh like these this college offered to pay for my family's house of course you're gonna say yes there's that's more of like making a practical good decision for you and your family i don't see like why like well you can't really do that because like it violates how we do recruitment oh yeah i mean like everything like it's a so corporations are corrupt i think by nature all those big organizations yeah all those big sports oh yeah absolutely they've been levels of corruption oh yeah I think they get, yeah, that's, I guess that also emphasizes the point, like, when you have an organization that, like, is known to do terrible things on a yearly basis, yeah, like, you can't, at this point, you can't be mad at, like, these, like, young people making decisions around money, because, Roll like, Tide! <laughs> it's crazy. That's my soapbox. I always wondered, like, during, like, the whole, uh, the Lions? Sandusky Sand- <laughs> thing, like, the NCAA made Penn State pay $35 million. Like as a fine, so like, mm-hmm. what did they do with that money? Did they just hook us and blow? Like, uh, like possibly. What, like, I don't know what the NCA's mission is. Besides making a shit ton of money off it's, of it's, go Tigers. It, I yeah. think the goal is to make a lot of money. I don't. You can't think of anything. I'm sure they have a mission statement, but like with most mission statements of like these big organizations, it probably doesn't mean anything. It's probably more of like, hey, we're good. It wink, just wink. Talks in a circle. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Browns in the NFL have to pay two hundred million to a guy who may never play again, as he's facing all these allegations. They <laughs> paid twenty of them off today. Twenty of them. Yeah, there's four left. Um, but yeah, he settled with twenty of them. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I didn't see this. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the um, QB who apparently has been getting a lot of sexual massages. Yeah. Uh, it was happy and uh, kind of thing. Like he would go out, like hey, like you should be in a private hotel. Yeah, or yeah. Something. You okay. Touch my wiener. Hey, my penis is here. You want to touch my pee pee? Touch my pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> you you run my pee pee, please. Yeah. <laughs> touch me where I pee. <laughs> hey, come back to my hotel. Touch me. <laughs> yeah. What a weird conversation. Hey, yeah. I play football. Touch my pee pee. I just remember like hearing about that stuff like when we were growing up, like guys saying that to girls, and I always. Just remember, like, going home. Wait, that you actually heard that? Well, like, yeah, like, I would, like, be, I would just be hanging out in hotels and, like... No, yeah, people would me. say, like, that's how they talk to girls. Yeah. Or, like, I had heard girls say that, like, that's how guys talk to them. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, like, how do you naturally bring something like that up? Like, yeah. I would be so awkward and stuttering at the start of it. Like, I would I be terrified to, to accidentally say that to somebody yeah. as a joke and then thinking, another one's like, actually, like, yeah, I know there was someone... Love when that, I said it, touch me. I mean, my penis. Like, I remember... <laughs> I think you told us a story the one time of like somebody we graduated with that you went to college with that like sent somebody a text like hey you want to like hook up just like just like out of the blue like hey oh yeah there hey. was a girl that we went to college with who many 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 towns hours away yeah um and a kid that we went to high school with somehow found her and was like hey we should hook up uh, and then like we should have sex like just that was his second line yeah was hey how it's are insane. you let's have sex and like it's like, like the boldness I, is, like, remarkable. I guess that's the same as, like, an unsolicited dick pic, though. Like, you just 
like I, I don't I don't love this show, but that Blue Mountain State. Oh yeah. They had like a whole episode on like the unsolicited dick pic, and like it was supposed to be stupid and funny, but like it was kind of true. Like you mm-hmm. just keep sending them and hope that one girl is like, kind of turns yeah, me, it, turns it's, me on. And it is like, the exact same well, frame like of mind. Yeah, calling. yeah, cold it's calling. Marketing. Yeah. yeah, hey, here's my penis. Oh, hey, here's my penis. But except, <laughs> except with this, like you're, it's. It's also not acknowledging with your squishy college brain that like well, actions have long term consequences and like now your penis and is just Craig, out there Craig's in the world. Craigslist got rid of personal ads. Did so your wife you ever gotta... get one? I don't think so. My wife, I don't think she did either. No, I had also, asked her about it. I was like, how, like just knowing, like, say, to know from a yo, girl's how many dick how weird is that? Like how weird. Is uh, it? I feel like oh, it's pretty. Weird. I feel like there? I feel like our gut reaction's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weird sleazy thing to do. Okay, well there's that. And then well, there's... it also depends maybe <laughs> oh, on. I don't want to say the type of person, but I feel like the people that either sent dick pics or were encouraged to send them were not people that we really hung. On. I was I was about With... to say that like. It feels like our general, like, even, like, when we are branched out a little bit, like, our, like, the people we typically associated with were not in that group of people that were like, oh, I need to send my penis to this girl because I need to. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have friends that got nudes and may have sent some back, but I will say they weren't, like, my direct core. Yeah. I would say Mm -hmm. it was, like, maybe one out further. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't like, know. It's tough to say. I remember when I... I would never... I'd be horrified. First to do started dating like that. Uh, my wife. My wife. Um, my wife. <laughs> I had a kid that we went to high school with ask me if she was a freak because she was quiet. And I was like, first of all, what kind of question is that? Like, was I'm it... Like, uh, why would I ever tell answer you that? Do we know who this is? Yes. And I was like, you can probably <laughs> guess. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> That's a really weird question, and I'm just gonna walk yeah, away like, from this conversation. I seriously walked away. I just turned I around and went the other way. <laughs> we can <laughs> we can we can resolve this later. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, you got what I was saying. Yeah, and I just remember thinking that's really weird. So yeah, that's a but okay. That's a weird, okay, unwarranted. Okay, but said person, and I I love this person, but I feel like he is someone that maybe would send one said thing or. Have. Call me wrong, but I don't think he would. Well, maybe not then. I but think he maybe has. Now? The, yeah, what maybe is, now he would. I think he has. The, he had a good compass to so know. So, what is but. your person like? If you had to describe to an alien, it's like, hey, like we heard that people sending pictures of their penises to the other gender is a common thing on this like planet. Like, how would you describe like this person? What would be your descriptors of oh, the has average a tiny penis? Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's like a toxic masculinity kind of thing. Like, okay. you need to have a lifted truck, big motorcycle. So maybe um, someone that is like thinks very highly of themselves, like I'm arrogant. Guessing their chest level is probably puffed out a little bit. Do they walk with their arms at their sides, uh, or do they do like the tough guy, like? <laughs> Like, I work out, I look at my posture. All right, there's a kid that was a grade of below us that used to walk like that. You probably know who I'm talking about. There was a lot I'm referring and to in this I moment. remember a friend of mine on the baseball team was like, why don't you just put your arms down like where they're supposed <laughs> to be? And he was like, this is just how I walk. And um, if a certain tall person in Philadelphia is listening, he'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Well, maybe he was just broad-shouldered. <laughs> No, even that. Even if you're broad-shouldered, like you're, you have to have some weird, like, messed up, like, 
joints in like your arms to stand like with like the muscle guy posture. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that's not how your that's body fair. just that's not how it works. Yeah. Especially like, like especially like when like so typically like the elbow is bent <laughs> too with it. Certain. There's like an intention to like make the elbows bend and that's just like at rest, that's not how the body works. There's like an intention to look like this. It's I crazy. What cartoon walked like that? Uh, Popeye maybe. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, Popeye. Like that's. There's I think some, it's Popeye. There's some show or movie that where like something happened. Oh no, maybe it's Forrest Gump. Ah, no, it's not Forrest Gump. Somebody goes up to a hot mic and they're just like, "I'm tired now," and then they just like stop what they're doing. That's Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. He's when he's at the Capitol. Around now. Yeah, he has like his speech at the Capitol. And he's like. Yeah, I imagine that's all I have to say about that. Person from high school got graduated and then was just like, "I'm tired now," (laughs) and then finally put their arms down and walked (laughs) away. Or they they like are not used. Oh my gosh! I put arms down like that epiphany, (laughs) and they were in so much pain from having their elbows bent for that long. He probably had to buy a new mattress because his mattress was shaped to his body (laughs) with his arms out. Hmm. Yeah. I can fit on a twin size bed. I don't need. Oh, all this college dorm size up. Yeah, to say I've been just like hanging off on my arms for so long because I was like spread out. But this is what comfort is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it yeah, seems like we are rounding out towards the end of our. Are we? We are. I say. I feel like an hour. Yeah. Got to get home soon. Huh, Have to okay. work tomorrow, but. You have uh, work tomorrow? Yeah. I gotta go sell breads and things. I thought you had summers off. Isn't that why you... I ideally do. No, I... How I, close I, are you to my sister at the place where you sell breads? Uh, close-ish. Okay. At the same side? Yeah, uh, not the same side. Okay. Around the same area, though, but... Oh, is this the market? Yeah. But, yes. Or whatever they call it. My um, sister gets flirted with, with a bunch of old men. That sounds right. So does my wife sometimes. There's been a few weeks in a row there. Somebody told me that I Do you was, bark at him? I should. I feel like it's like it's so like I've like a few weeks in a row like different older people told me that like I was lucky to like my wife was a heck of a person like a heck of a gal and like I was like lucky to like be married to her or something like that and I feel like that's me slap at you not no not so much it's more like them like low key like hitting on my wife or flirting oh. with my wife I feel like me barking at them like a dog is has the same level of social unacceptability as the comments they were making. Like, hey, like, your wife is hot, and you, you, you should be good to her. And I'll be like, Arr! and like, it's like, oh, wow, we both contributed equally to the universe with what we just said. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's so weird. Again, that's just such a weird statement. Well, so is that other one that like, you uh, Like, and that, you, your wife's really hot. You should be nice to her. Like, okay. Like, what do you want me to... Like, what are you supposed to say to something like that? Oh, that's, wait, I should be nice to her? <laughs> oh, that's... that's oh, like, that's different. I just, like, I just, like, kind of, like, do, like, the, like, fake, like, uh-huh, yeah, and, like, they're like, <laughs> Wait, you're saying I should be nice I to say, her? I will, I will stop berating her and throwing her... I will stop throwing tar and feathers at her. You got me, sir. Yeah. I think as a society, we just need to normalize to you saying to that person, like, what do you want me to say to like, that? Like, what am I... I feel... I agree with you. Like, what do I... Hashtag, what do I say to that? Like, like just ask him to his face. What do you expect like, me to what, say? Like, what... I don't... I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> yeah. Like, just the Bill Burr... Why would you say... Why, why would you say that? Why would you say that? That's a dumb thing. Yeah. <laughs> my wife... Oh, yeah, my wife. My sister my wife. has uh, a guy that's across from her at this said market that she'll wink at him and he'll call her Aww. so that she can tell the old men that her husband's calling so that they go away. 
Oh, my husband's calling. Yeah, oh, I'm That's getting funny. a phone call. I gotta go. Oh, please stop talking to me yeah. and being weird. I sell things that you aren't here to buy. What's this? It, I think it's like the same story every week. It's like a broken record. These same old men trudge along and buy their meats and salmons or mm. gourds, whatever they buy. So we get. But aren't they? Aren't they all usually like married men? And they just kind of say Doesn't awkward, mean they love their wife, things. Jared. Just yeah, weird old guess. guys. Mm. So we don't get that as much as we get like people like looking at our baked goods and saying like, "You're gonna price yourself out of business as they walk <laughs> away." And it's like, well, one, that's not how it works. Two, like, if you were to go to Sheets and buy a cinnamon roll, you would pay the same price as a really big homemade cinnamon roll. So yeah. you can no. eat my farts, old man. It's not. It's not. It's eighty years ago. Prices have changed. Yeah, I was gonna say there is definitely. With certain things, I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so expensive. It's like, have you seen what things cost now? Do you have know you... what year it is? You guys should put a gas ticker on your, <laughs> your stand to help people rationalize the prices. So like, should, hey, like, dum-dum. For one gallon of gas, costs this, but you could also buy four cookies yes, for you that could same buy this. price. Also, like, oh, $4 for a sticky bun the size of your face. You could also spend $4 and get, like maybe half of like a equivalent thing at another like f- fast food place mm. it's just like a weird like everybody that like is on the order end it feels like it goes to the market like their perception is based solely on the price to what they're getting rather than the price to what they're getting to the quality to compared to other prices it's just they're not thinking in full dimensions but i will that's always, a different soapbox i will always spend more money at local businesses yeah, that's and the thing too. It's like, why. like I, yeah, I will go. Well, that's the other thing I think they forget as well. Like, hey, like, like we not that your prices were even unreasonable, yeah. but it's like this isn't like a big commercial factory. Oh yeah, dude. people that grew up hanging at the mall there, Jared. So. Dude, like during like I remember during like at the mall, the height yeah, of maybe when like we were in there like during like COVID stuff and people would come by and make comments about like the rising prices. Like I'm always like, yeah, we pay our empo-. like my response was yeah, we pay our employees well. Like it's like that's like why things are expensive. Like. Yeah, you can go to Walmart and buy this, but also Walmart like doesn't pay people as well as they could, and most big businesses don't. That's why they charge you cheaper for things. So, old man, eat farts. You're not contributing yeah. anything to that comment. Go away. You're not our customer anymore. I'm not going to sell things to you. I just can't wait until there's a local frog business where I can get frogs. Oh, we're working on it. Right, Jared? Mm-hmm. Moser Frogs. Moser Frog Farm. Yeah. <laughs> I still have yet to work that pitch to my... We'll, we'll help you write it. Just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hop on that, Jared. If any ah. if any listeners want to send Jared a script of something he can say to his dad to get his dad to invest in his frog farm, um, yeah. it's basically just a swamp where you raise frogs and you sell frog memorabilia. Yeah. Frog shirts, frog, frog hats. Frog music. Like, you know those, like, rubber frogs Sweet from, frog. like, the... Like, remember that, like, game at, like, the fair and the boardwalks where you hit the hammer and, like, and you got the rubber frogs? Yeah. yeah, you got the rubber frogs that you ah, get to buy. that's a good game. Whack-a-frog. Sure. I still like the idea of, like, the money that blows in with the tank. Like, you're in the clear thing and you try to collect as many, yeah. only it's frogs. It's and frogs. Rah! It's frogs that are just being catapulted <laughs> around yep. that are you very just, unhappy. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. They're ill-tempered. They're ill-tempered frogs. But they don't got teeth. They don't bite. Yeah. So if it's been a while since you've been to a local book fair and you're looking for a place to get a frog eraser crap, mm. cap, it'll be Jared's place. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Or the little plastic ones where you hit the tail. Oh, look, he's hopping. That's hop, not yeah. how a frog That's not how frogs work. <laughs> they do a backflip every yeah. time. Yeah. Wow, he did a backflip. That's not... You can put the frogs on the tech decks. Oh, tech decks. What a callback. Yeah. What a throwback to a 
time where our world was not about to go to World War Three, but no, I think we'll 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 turn it around. We'll turn it around. I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we might not turn around, but someone will someone turn will. around. We'll still be here in the forest talking uh, about frogs. Yeah. All right. On that note, uh, thank you for listening to Table to Basement. Um, like and subscribe and comment and all of those things that help our little podcast grow in um, exposure and tell somebody to think before they say things because yeah. if you're not, you might come across as a weird old guy. No one wants that. Hashtag, what'd you say, Mike? What was it? say a lot of things we had something catchy in there yeah. rewind the video you're here it uh have a good whatever it is you happen to be doing <laughs>